The following is an exclusive presentation of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. It's time for BYU Women's Soccer, live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. Coming up, we'll hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood, and we'll get a look at today's starting lineups. Let's begin our coverage of BYU Women's Soccer and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar soccer fans. Welcome pitch side inside Southfield on the beautiful Brigham Young University campus in Provo, Utah, as tonight the Cougars play the second game of their four-game homestand in the UCCU Crosstown Clash with Utah Valley. BYU in bounce-back mode after a Monday night loss to Long Beach State. The Wolverines are in more desperate straits, so losers of five in a row coming in two tonight and taking on a team against which they have never scored not a single goal in three previous meetings. My name is Greg Grubel. I'll have your play-by-play call tonight, joined by former All-Conference Cougar Paige Barker and Paige four nights ago here at Southfield. BYU was in pretty good shape, a leading 1-0 in the final half hour against Long Beach. Then came the first penalty call against the Cougars this season. A PK goal then followed by two rockets from outside the box. Just like that, one zip lead turns into a 3-1 loss. We'll see if that setback uh, becomes maybe a bit of a wake-up call for a BYU squad, which uh, begins league play in just six days now. Oh, my goodness. It was a huge wake-up call. I'm sure of it. A lot of girls were really disappointed, especially Jen. You cannot lose a 1-0 lead and lose 3-0 like that or excuse me 3-1 to at this level but tonight UVU they don't have the best record but you know there's emotion in, in this game a lot of girls know each other they've played against each other growing up a lot of people wanted to go to schools together and it didn't work out so it's going to be a battle tonight UVU doesn't have the best record per se but they're going to be physical so BYU has to have a lot of energy and put the ball in the back of the net early coming up next my pre-match conversation with BYU head coach Jen Rockwood as BYU women's soccer coverage continues live from Southfield on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. It's time to get the scoop on today's match from head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Southfield in Provo for BYU and UVU in the UCCU Crosstown Clash. BYU has won the three previous get-togethers by a combined scoreline of 5-zip. Coming off a game in which BYU got off 19 shots, but only one in goal against Long Beach State on Monday. Head coach Jennifer Rockwood uh, going to stick with the same group with which she began the last three games. Team starting 11 in our pre-match coaches interview brought to you by Zions Bank. Jen talks about Monday's surprise setback and the effect it might have on her team here tonight. I think Monday was a great reminder that we always I mean, have to th- show you up have to, to learn from it for sure. It was, you know, I thought we came out strong, but then I think we got a little too passive. And, you know, soccer is just a, a dangerous game at any time. And we just have to learn that we have to go out there from the beginning and, and start attacking. We know we can score goals, but they haven't come as consistently uh, as we need them to. You know, looking back at the film, we did some really good things. We we played a really good game, other than the most important thing, which is putting the ball in but yeah we definitely have to turn into a learning experience kind of a reset um it's kind of our first kind of setback i think uh, on the season Mm -hmm. and um we'll we'll see how resilient the girls are but they've proven to learn a lot uh as we go through each week in the moment you were probably pretty disappointed and then but you say you go back and you look at you you watch it again and you see there's maybe more there than you thought originally in terms of what you wanted to do yeah i mean i I think it was disappointing just because we did play well and and we did have the lead and you, you you know giving up two goals in the last 10 minutes of the game or giving up the first goal like we did you know they're just kind of some silly mistakes and uh again you just have to learn from them but we we did do some really good things uh still still a little frustrated but again watching the film uh, some good things that we've been working on getting our 
uh, with going, getting more dangerous crosses in. And we got Josie was involved a lot more now. We got Bing and Josie getting up the sideline. Lizzie's getting up the sideline. And uh, we were so close on a lot of them. In an effort to bring a little more zest into the attack, should we look for any changes maybe in the starting 11 against UVU? Yeah, I think we'll mix it up a little bit and maybe give some people an opportunity for their, you know, to, to get out there and make a difference. But we've got a lot of good quality attacking players, and uh, we'll, we'll probably mix it up a little bit and see. We just we need a little bit more out of our um, high forwards. You know, uh, Kayla's getting a lot of looks, but you know you want your two high forwards to have have more opportunities and, and to get more shots off. So we've been talking about that uh, since our last game too. You just gave up three goals in the last game, but it wasn't as if you had a whole bunch of defensive breakdowns to worry about necessarily. It was it was kind of an interesting three goal situation. Yeah, I think we've seen a little bit of everything so far this year. You know, you just you don't want to give up a key peak a PK especially we were defensively set we had people in the right place and you know one of the one of the goals she she hit a nice shot on the second one but we didn't close early enough we kind of got sucked to one side and and I really thought the third goal was very nice I mean we had Danica was there but the girl made a quick touch and an unbelievable shot and in soccer we talk about you know your opponents might get one good opportunity might score like that that's going to happen against a good opponents that's why we have to expect to score two goals now the uvu game this will be the i think fourth time you've all played they've all been here at provo and you haven't lost a game or given up a point to them yet mm-hmm. it's a relatively new rivalry how do you think they see it and how do you guys see it well it's you know it's because they're so close and a lot of times we're so familiar with those players and our girls know them and um you know i think it's a big game for both of us we certainly have something to prove and they want to come in here and prove um themselves they've played a really tough schedule it's probably their most competitive schedule they've played in in a long time and but they haven't got any results and and we got to take that to our advantage and get after them and, and make sure that uh we don't give them a chance to get in the game like we did Long Beach. You know, if you don't score in the first half, you still give uh, teams opportunities and give them hope. But, you know, they're, they're going to come in fired up. Uh, we usually get some of their best efforts, and, and we have to be at our best. So we certainly can't look past anyone at this point. We've, we've got to get the job done each game. This game ends your non-conference schedule already. Yeah, for sure. And we talked about the importance of it uh, coming out of that with a lot of confidence uh, and a lot of offense and uh, just ready to to take on the WCC. That's uh, our whole goal this year is to win the conference. And uh, our conference is doing a lot better this season overall, top to bottom. So it's going to be really competitive. But uh, I think we've done a great job of preparing and the momentum going into that. That's why tomorrow night is so important. It's an interesting opportunity for Ash, but it's kind of weird to think that she'll be on someone else's sideline. That's right. I actually had forgot about that, but she's probably back in town, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Ashley's uh, there supporting and helping out with the team with her sister, and uh, I'm sure it'll be a, a unique, probably more than unique for her to be yeah. on the opposite side of it. It's always yeah. interesting for, for players to come back on Southfield because they've had, I'm sure, such great memories there, but anxious to see Ashley, and uh, we're excited for her and all the, all the great stuff that she's done. All right. Best of luck against the Wolverines. We'll talk to you post-match. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. That is BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood coming up next. More pre-match coverage as we hear from sophomore Cam Tucker. This is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from the Cougars themselves as we head back to the broadcast booth for our pre-match interview. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from Southfield in Provo, Utah for BYU and their non-conference finale pitting the Cougs and the Crosstown visitors from Utah Valley. BYU opening WCC play next Thursday against the Gonzaga Bulldogs, coached by former BYU assistant Chris Watkins. UVU 
is the former team of the coach who replaced Coach Watkins in Provo. Jen Rockwood's assistant to Brent Anderson came to Provo after 11 seasons as the head coach of the Wolverines. All part of the soccer circle of life. I'm Greg Rubel. Joined pitch side by former BYU women's soccer midfielder and defender Paige Barker. And you are tuned to us on the new skin BYU Sports Network via BYU Radio. Sirius XM 143 on satellite on 107.9 FM along the entire Wasatch Front now. In addition to 89.1 FM HD2 and ESPN 960 online, you can get us on BYURadio.org and BYUCougars.com slash live radio, as well as on the BYU Radio and BYU Cougars apps. So lots of ways to listen in. BYU has been starting two freshmen this season. One is the holding midfielder, Olivia Wade. The other is midfielder and forward, Bella Felino. Bella has been uh, playing out wide, but Paige, she clearly has a knack in front of the net. Scored three times already in a rookie season, uh, hinting at a uh, productive career to come, I think. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Bella's a very strong player, along with Olivia. It's really nice to get strong freshmen who step up to the plate and put the ball in the back of the net, especially with the BYU team who has struggled with that so far this season. Time now for our pre-match player interview. And tonight I talk with sophomore Cam Tucker, who's played both up top and in the midfield this year. And in the lead-up to tonight's match, I asked Cam about uh, what she hopes her team's response is to a surprising setback here at home on Monday night. I think Monday was a great reminder that we always have to show up to play and that we are a really good possession-based team, but we need to be reminded that we're so good going forward and not to let um, just us possessing keep us from going forward and that we need to keep uh, being reminded that we need to be taking our touches forward and getting into the box sooner into the game. Before Monday night, you guys hadn't lost a game once you scored first. You guys got up one nothing. Did you sense any kind of comfort at that point where, okay, we're off and running here? Or? Well, of course, scoring a goal is comforting and being up 1-0, but Jen talks a lot about that. If we want to win games, we got to score, too. So we knew that we needed to keep scoring and stuff, but we were comforted in knowing that we were up 1-0. So, yeah. Soccer's an interesting game. The PK seemed to kind of change everything in the final half hour. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's crazy about soccer is that it can change so fast, and that PK really did change the momentum a little bit, kind of rattled us, I think. But I think going into this next game, we're ready just to go and score goals. So BYU scored 20 goals on the season mm-hmm. so far. Ten of them came in one game. What's the key to more consistency and, and making sure you're, you're scoring at a, at a steady pace in every game? Um, I think just making sure that we're, we've set goals to get a certain amount of shots per half for every position and making sure that we're getting enough crosses. So I think just consistently making sure that we're meeting our goals with that, we'll be consistently scoring more. What are you expecting out of yourself? I'm expecting to um, be getting a lot of crosses and a lot of shots and just making a difference in the attack and making sure that defenders can't keep up with me so that they aren't focused on me and my other teammates. Okay. How would you describe the first part of your season so far? Um, a little challenging. I think that uh, I was struggling a little bit um, at the beginning, but I'm working back up to it, and uh, I'm excited for the future. It seems like this group has a real good makeup, good chemistry. Yeah, we are very close, and it's such a fun team, and we're all cheering each other on, so it's fun. This last game, uh, this game against UVU, will be your last non-conference game mm-hmm. before league play gets underway. Uh, kind of the second phase of the season. How do you think the team overall has performed in the pre-league campaign? I think that we have performed really well. I think that we have taken huge strides every single game. We've gotten better, so I think we're only going to get better from here. How exciting is it to know that league is just around the corner? By the way, so exciting. We're we're so ready to go play our conference and to win it. So. Not to look past UVU, it's a rivalry game. They're just up the road, yeah. and they look at it as a huge game, and you guys have to as well. Yeah, we're really excited to play UVU. They're a great team, and it's always a fun game considering it's so close, so we're ready to play them. 
you guys were picked, I think, third in league behind Santa Clara mm-hmm. Pepperdine. Was that a fair pick, uh, the way you see it? And how anxious are you guys to go out and prove people wrong and, and be back up at the top like you have been so many yeah. times? Yeah, I do. Uh, just considering on how we ended last season, um, Pepperdine and Santa Clara are, great, both, are both great teams, but I think that we're anxious to go prove to everyone that we're just as good, if not better, and we're ready to to get going. For someone who's been playing soccer for such a long time as yourself, what do you work on from season to season to improve upon? And what was maybe foremost in your mind before this season? I'm going to get better at fill in the blank. Um, um, personally, for me, I, I always try to challenge to get better with my left foot just to be equally just as good with uh, both feet So and being more comfortable going just as comfortable going to my right with my left but I think just moving forward every season I just try to get better at my crosses my finishing and my defending so do you have a preference playing midfield or forward or is really the challenge just to be good wherever Jen puts you um I don't have a preference I love playing forward I love being so close to goal and I love to score goals but also uh I love playing midfield as well I love being able to take people on down the sideline and so wherever Jen puts me I'm happy to be you always brought in a couple of nice players, more than a couple, but you've got two freshmen starting right now, Bella and, and Olivia. Yeah. About the new kids who've come in and how well they've played, what would you say about that? They're doing awesome. They have brought so much to our team. Just Bella and Olivia both and the other freshmen uh, bring great energy, and they're so skilled and talented, so they have really helped us out this year. Okay, what do you get called more, Cameron or Cam? Cam. <laughs> so if I stick with Cam, you're cool with that, right? Yeah, Cam is good. <laughs> All right, good talking to you. Good luck against UVU. Thank you. All right, that is BYU sophomore midfielder and forward. Cameron, Cam, Tucker. We've got more of Cougar Pre-Match Live coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here is the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside Southfield in Provo, where tonight BYU's four-match homestand continues. The Cougars have so far played only three matches here at home this year, and they've won just the one. Cougars intent on uh, reasserting that home field dominance to which we've become accustomed over the years. BYU off to a 1-2 and two start here at Southfield. That's a little bit unfamiliar. Utah Valley has become accustomed to leaving Southfield with a loss over the years. UVU have played three games here, resulting in three shutout losses. The last meeting was last year here when BYU came away with a 3-0 win. The head coach of the Wolverines is Chris LeMay, now in his second season across town. I talked with Chris a short time ago here at Provo about uh, tonight's challenge with his team in the midst of a five-match losing skid. Yeah, I mean, we feel like we've been close a number of times. Unfortunately, uh, we've been unable to finish games. So, you know, we, we definitely thought we, um, you know, we were going to come away with maybe a win or even two up at the Portland Invitational when we were up against Portland 1-0 and then up against Washington. And um, unfortunately, we just haven't been able to put 90 minutes together yet. It's, it's unusual that scoring first hasn't meant more for you. I think you're 0-3-1 with the first goal. Normally, teams will kind of ride that, and that's a little unusual for, for teams, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly we'd rather get the first one than not, you yeah. know. But, um, I mean, unfortunately, we've, we've been not great when we're up a goal or down a goal. So, uh, you know, our, that's why we're 1-8-1 right now. Now, Brianna McCarter had been a steady go-to for you, but uh, she missed the Oklahoma game, and I guess she's not available to go tonight? She's not, no. She's got a high ankle sprain, so we're hoping, we're hopeful she'll be back next weekend when we start our conference. So without Bri, uh, who are you kind of looking to to kind of be uh, somebody you can really rely upon tonight? We're going to start with Sadie Brockbank and uh, Sarah Collister up top, and we're happy with them. I mean, all three of them, we're, we're competing, um, so it's, it's not like we have, you know, 
a big hole. Uh, we, f- we feel like Sadie and, and Sarah can get the job done. Is Sadie maybe among those players most likely to end up as a multiple goal scorer for you, maybe first this year? I, you know, I certainly, that, that was our anticipation. I mean, she had a great spring and scored a bunch of goals. Uh, she scored some goals on our international trip. So we, we've got high expectations that she's going to hopefully open up and, and start scoring more regularly. You just played a couple of ranked teams uh, coming into tonight in CU in Oklahoma, right? Uh, where do you think BYU kind of fits in the mix of teams you've played so far this year? Uh, you know, I think BYU is really good. I, I don't think uh, their record is indicative of, of what type of team they are. They're athletic all over the park. They've got good uh, special individuals. So, I mean, we, we feel like this is going to be a, as tough of a test as we've seen. They had a game Monday where they scored first and it didn't hold up for them either. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. Yeah. yeah. What so. would you make of the Long Beach game Monday, BYU's Long Beach game? Well, you know, I know I know Mauricio well, the Long Beach coach. He and I are friends, and um, he's a competitor. So, I, you know, I knew that they would do everything they could. Um, you know, I, a penalty kick and then kind of two goals that were scored the same way is what, yeah. we, is what we saw. Um, a couple of nice goals. So, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I mean, br- brilliant strikes from distance. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I think that that's probably going to fuel the fire for BYU even more tonight, and it's not necessarily what we needed. Uh, you're new to the rivalry, relatively speaking, but what does the game mean uh, to your side, and what do you hope it means for BYU every year? Yeah, well, I just think it's a great opportunity for the community to come out. I mean, so many people here uh, in Orem and Provo, I mean, are, are big BYU fans, and I think that, you know, the, the UVU fan base is growing, so it's just an awesome opportunity for little kids, especially, to come be able to see these these players play. There's a little extra twist to it now with Bree Hatch starting for us this, yeah. this night, tonight, and Ashley Hatch being on our bench. Um, so I think that that adds a little bit more to the rivalry, and hopefully it just continues to, you know, make it a healthy, fun, exciting game. How'd the Ash thing come together for you guys? Well, Ashley ironically played um, in the NWSL with a couple of kids that I coached at Cal. And um, through them, I got to know Ashley a little bit. And, um, you know, I was thinking, I knew she was coming back uh, to Utah after this season. And I'm like, hey, if you're going to be back in town, you might as well, you know, come over and help out your sister and, and her team. And I thought it was a really good opportunity for her to get, you know, some experience at the Division One level as a coach and on mm-hmm. her resume because I know she's got a desire to coach right. um, post-playing. And um, so I, it, it made sense in a million ways. And we're just thrilled to have her. And she's already made a positive impact on our program. I presume she got here as soon as uh, the spirit season ended, how she kind of settled into things she settled in real well I mean she this this past week she was doing film with our kids individually and and I think that's really good for them to hear a different voice and get a perspective from you know somebody that's playing at the highest level and has done everything um she's been she's been awesome I mean she, she's willing to do whatever she can to help help us so she's been she's been great okay, finally uh the OU game got moved from Orem to Salt Lake because of fires and we were watching air monitors all day today it's been sure. kind of an interesting week that way yeah. uh, for soccer in this community yeah you know we, we've again I think we've just run into a little bit of bad luck I and mean, we lost our Weber game at home and then had to reschedule it right sandwich it in between two two weekends where we had two games on both sides and then we lost that home game and had to move it up to you know to the University of Utah which I think we were probably going to have a big crowd on a, on a Saturday night against Oklahoma and our marketing team had done a really good job so and it, we went and played you know in the middle of the day in the heat with no crowd and it's just been unfortunate so I'm, I'm hoping at some point like you know the the soccer, so, soccer people yeah, yeah. above will, will help us out. So, I mean, that's what we're hoping for. All right, Chris, thanks for your time. Good luck tonight. Appreciate we'll see you next year. Thank you. Thanks. All right, that is UBU head coach Chris LeMay. Time now for tonight's Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game feature. Brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. Immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. Here's tonight's rules scenario. Standing on his or her own goal line, the goalkeeper catches the ball and in an attempt to throw the ball, carries the ball over the goal line momentarily. Is this ruled a goal? The answer is coming up next 
as well as tonight's starting lineups and the opening kick as Cougar Pre-Match Live continues in a moment from Southfield and Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back at Southfield, BYU and UVU coming up. First up, the answer in tonight's soccer rules question in Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game segment. And here is tonight's rules question. Standing on his or her own goal line, the goalkeeper catches the ball and in an attempt to throw the ball, carries the ball over the goal line. Is this indeed ruled a goal? And according to approved ruling 10.4.A, it is a goal if the whole of the ball passed over the goal line between the goal posts and under the crossbar. That's Laws of the Game brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. Kickoff just moments away. We'll have the Sagicor keys to the game coming up in a moment. Brought to you by Sagicor Life Insurance Company. Then the starting lineups for tonight as it's BYU and UVU here at Southfield on this Friday night. Before we get to our keys to the game and starting 11s, we're going to pause for our national anthem here at Southfield. That's our national anthem, and this is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 